Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Here to Edify. I am your host, Astrid, and this is the season two finale, episode 24. about this finale uh, because my prayer is that uh, the time in between this season and Lord willing the third season um, I am really hoping to see here to edify grow Um, and honestly that doesn't necessarily mean specifically like larger even though obviously like yeah like if the lord wills that would be amazing but um i specifically mean just like growing in um in quality um growing in uh just like you know like like i i i decided in my perfectionist self that i would um start this uh even even while things weren't perfect um which for me was initially hard but then you know on the other side of things I'm really happy that I started um you know like I I I had microphone and and recording equipment and so I was like I'm gonna do this and not uh be intimidated by uh the people with thousands of dollars worth of equipment um and beautiful sound and just just trust um, that what the Lord has given me, um, what He has laid on my heart to just do that, and uh, essentially allow Him allow Him to provide the increase. And so I am praying that um, in between what is you know the end of this season and, and like I said, Lord willing, the next that there will just be um, just a growth in quality, a growth in and um, just honestly just standing firmer in faith in regard to. Um, uh, yeah, just, just speaking the truth and doing what the Lord would have and, and kind of keeping my eyes on him and not everyone else and everything else. And so for this episode, I kind of want it to be um, short and sweet as always. Usually, you know, when I talk, I try to keep it um, short and sweet. Um, last time you guys heard me specifically, just me. Uh, I was just really being open and honest about, um, where I was like not necessarily being okay just really struggling um and I want to say maybe a week or two later um I read a passage with a friend um the bible study that we have um that really blew my mind in regard to how I see my struggle um and how the Lord has set me up as one of his children as he has set up all of us um to know how to go through struggle but also how he has equipped us with what we need to go through struggle and it not um it not crush us so that's what I want to do today this episode I want to share with you um I want to share with you what um yeah, the Lord kind of showed me. And so I'm really just going to have this episode be a um, breaking down the text. So I am going to read first Peter five, 
one through 11. And um, we'll go from there. It starts with, so I exhort the elders among you as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. So, as I said, I read this with a friend um, last week, and I really, both of us kind of zoned in um, on 6 through 11, and uh, I I appreciate um, going through the word with either one or two other um, people and just kind of like... Uh, their insight and your insight, like kind of, you know, they're seeing things and it's like, hey, you know, this word, this verse, um, and and just being able to really um, uh, sift through the text in a way that um, I know previously just growing up reading, I would kind of, you know, I'd read over it and I'm like, okay, they're words. But um, more recently, God has just been gracious to um, really bring the word to life to me. Um, to where I can um, meditate on it. And so I'm not just randomly choosing a text. As I said, I'm choosing this because it it really has um, started to change my mind in the way that I view suffering. So honestly, I'm just going to break down these um, four verses, four or five verses, and um, leave you with that. <laughs> so verse six starts off with humble yourselves. Um, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. So this uh, chapter starts off with him talking about um, suffering and and, um, and the fact that like we we as believers will suffer. And honestly, all the way through First Peter, we see um, just constant references to us suffering, you know, as Christ has suffered. Um and so when I see humble yourself, I also um, am seeing that like humbling is never like fun. Like that's never something where it's like, oh, yes, I'm, I'm enjoying being humbled. Like, um, you know, we, we en- enjoy the, the, the aftermath of it of like, OK, I've humbled myself to Christ. Like I see the good in this, but humbling is hard. And so I think um, 
humbling itself is is a is a form sometimes feels like suffering because it, it goes against like our, our our sinful nature to like humble ourselves before God to really um you know put away self like that's not easy but by the grace of God it can be done and so uh it says in the proper time you know uh he may exalt you and so the next verse, the beginning or, or, or verse seven says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And so for me, seeing these verses together, because honestly, almost every single one of these verses or, you know, like, yeah, pretty much every single one of these verses I have heard growing up countless times, but um, not in context of of the verses that come that, you know, preceded and, and come after it. And so when I see like it's saying cast your anxieties on him because he cares, uh, it's it, it's pointing to the fact that like in this humbling, like anxieties are inevitable. Like there will be anxieties that come about, but he's letting us know ahead of time, like God cares, like he cares about us. God cares about um the struggles that we will go through. He cares about the sufferings that we will go through. And, and he's telling us, I'm, I'm letting you know right now, I care. Um, and, and then we go into, into verse eight. And so I, he's, he's letting us know. And then he goes in and says, be sober minded and watchful for your adversary. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And again, looking at this in context, it's like, okay, be sober minded in the midst of this, because in the midst of your humbling, um, like, like the, 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 the devil, he's, he's going to seek to, um, to devour you. You know, when we are weak, obviously we're, we're even easier to be, um, subdued. And so it honestly takes me back to, uh, to Eve. It takes me back to the garden and the way that the devil, uh, you know, kind of, kind of just like flirted with the idea that, um, that, that God wasn't really, uh, true in, in what he told her, um, you know, did he really say, and, and, and she fell prey to that. And it, and it just made me think about how, like that, those are the same tricks that he uses here and today and now, you know, uh, you know, a little whisper here, a little whisper there of like, is God really here with you? You know, is he, is he really there for you? It, um, you know, he said he would never leave, but is that true? Like, are you sure he's right here? Like you're suffering. That doesn't make sense. He won't, he's not here. He can't be here in the midst of you suffering. And so these lead to anxieties. And so, as I said, this is, this is affecting me because I'm looking at it too as like, yeah, when you're down, when you're in a season of suffering, it's really, really easy to start doubting and questioning God's presence, God's love. Um, yeah. And his care. But you see, before he told us about the devil seeking to, to devour us, he made sure to let us know that like, cast your anxieties on me because I care about you. Your anxieties are going to come. I'm already expecting that. And so I want you to know that I care for you. And so he's telling us to be sober minded and to be watchful. Um, and that also to me 
uh, was pretty cool because I often think of sober mindedness of like, you know, be sober minded because, you know, the Lord is going to come and we don't know the day or the hour. And, and obviously with sober, it usually, you know, your mind goes to like alcohol, you know, being sober or something that would um, that would prohibit you from operating to your full capacity. And uh, it, it it dawned on me here that part of my sober mindedness would be um not to be ignorant, not to be ignorant of of the word of what the Lord has told us. So he's telling us that I care for you. But if I'm not in my word, if I'm not um, if I'm not even aware of the promises enough to be able to meditate on them, well, then my ignorance uh, keeps me from being sober minded and obviously, you know, leads me to uh, fall prey to these these um, doubtful whispers of the enemy. Um, and then verse nine says, resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of sufferings are experienced by your brothers throughout the world. And so again, so sweet uh, that the Lord is like, I care for you. So be sober minded because the enemy is going to come for you. He is gunning for you, you know, period. But even more so when you are down, while you are being humbled, while you are suffering, he's coming for you. But resist him. And how do you resist him? By being firm in your faith. Being firm in my faith and my trust in him, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, um, I may not see them with my eyes, but there's evidence. There's it's it's the evidence of things not seen. And so I'm standing firm in that firm in my faith. And knowing that I am not the only one. I'm not the only one that is experiencing trials, that is experiencing hardship, which honestly just makes me think of the fact that when we are going through hard times, is that not the time and space where we feel the most alone, where we're like, man, nobody else is dealing with this. Nobody else understands. It is just me. And the Lord is like, listen, I know that's where your mind is going to go. So I'm letting you know, you're not the only one. It makes me think of the story of Elijah where he's like, listen, God, it's just me. Like I'm done. Just kill me, take me away. And God is like, listen, I got people all over serving me. It's not just you. And so that reminder that we are not alone because God is with us, but also we got other brothers and sisters in the faith faith that are battling too. It's a comfort. And then it says, and after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And so when I think of a little while, I'm like, mm-hmm. Lord, what is a little while? Because this feels like a long while, <laughs> a very long while. Um, but, you know, as kids, I, I remember just like, as a child, my birthday would come around and I would be like, oh, my goodness, like my birthday is at the end of the year. It's going to take forever for it to come back around. Not realizing that um, 
everyone experiences 12 months before their next birthday. But that's neither here nor there. Um, just really being like, this is it's going to take forever or, or going on road trips uh, that are like three hours away. And it felt like it took us a day to get to the location. And so just an understanding of like as a child, I my perception of time was not the reality of time. And understanding as an adult in regard to like God, like I, I may be like an adult, but my understanding is still like just grossly like lacking in the sense of, of, of like God, his ways are higher. You know, he's outside of time. He has understanding that I do not have. And so I trust my father when he says in a little while, whether that little while be a, 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 a whole human lifetime, you know, whether that little while be two years or two months, it's a little while because for the believer, the majority of our life is going to be spent in heaven. We have eternity in heaven. And so what is 50, 60, 90, 100 years to eternity? It's a little while. And so I don't say that in the sense of I get it and and I, now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah, like I, I'm not saying it as like I've arrived at this point of like, oh, enlightenment. And now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm never going to never going to uh, struggle with that again. Like, no, I definitely will. But. Yeah, just like, man, do I do I realize that. I may not be a child in in human form, but like my understanding is still childlike in regard to to Christ. And so in the same way as a as a as a child, I trusted my parents when they told me, hey, you know, your birthday is coming back around in in 12 months. You know, like it, it it's it's going to fly by. It may not feel like it, but it's going to fly by. It's going to take us a few hours to get to this place. And it may feel like it has taken 20 when it's really only taken two, but we'll get there. And I trusted them and I relied on them. And so I should do the same with Christ, even more so, right? Even more so because it is God. And so um, just, yeah, just, just really resting in, in, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't have to, um, my perception of a little while doesn't matter. The truth is the Lord, the Lord has the reality of it. And so just, yeah, just kind of meditating on the fact that like my perception is not reality. Um, and then it says the God of all grace, grace, God giving us something we do not deserve. The God of all grace he has called me, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself, he's not given this task to somebody else, we, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. I'm reminded that as a believer, my best days are always yet to come because of heaven. They're always yet to come 
they're always in front of me and never behind me because I am pressing forward towards the mark of the high calling. Like I'm moving towards something that is greater than what I've been through and, and, and greater than where I am. God will restore. He will restore. He will give back the years that the, yoke, the, the, that the locusts have stolen. He will confirm. He'll confirm. He will confirm that, 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 that I am his, that we are his. He will strengthen us. He will give us strength. Man, does sufferings not feel like they strip every bit of strength from us? And it is saying that God himself will strengthen us and he will establish us. Man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Like, <laughs> if I'm choosing between the two, like, Lord, I want your establishment as opposed to my plans. Nah, I, I want you to establish me because I also know that where you establish me is where I need to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope I did a decent job of just breaking that down. But for me, this has been so influential just in regard to literally as I was reading through it, I was like, man, I am over here like, yeah, you're right. Like, God, where are you? What is going on? And I'm like reading this and realizing you are doing exactly what the enemy wants you to do. You're doing exactly what the Lord has like warned you against. I don't I don't have to give in to him. I can be sober minded. I am I am not a, a slave to those to those feelings, to those doubts, to those worries, to those anxieties. Like I can literally cast them at the feet of God. Why? Because he cares, because he can handle it. Like he's literally like, nah, give me that. Give me your ashes in exchange for my beauty. God, oh my goodness. Y'all, he's amazing. He's just amazing. Um, and so, yeah, this, <laughs> this passage of scripture has really just, um, for me, been a lifter of my head in regard to, um, yeah, Lord, like, let me be informed. Let me be knowledgeable um, about your uh, promises, but also let me be knowledgeable about like, oh, this is what the enemy is coming with. Let me let me see these fiery darts afar off. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, I I um I am, as I said, praying that this. This time off, this um, interim time will be beneficial for the podcast. But honestly, <laughs> along with that, I just I just want to learn more about God. I just want to go deeper in the word. I just want to grow. Um, this uh, this is um, this is a unique moment that I, I um, am not even going to pretend like I fully understand all of it. But um this is a unique moment to just be able to um, not have the pressures of, oh my goodness, like I got to do this for this, um, you know, ad, or I have to, you know, do this for this partnership. And 
I mean, I don't know if that stuff will come, you know? Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> but, uh, but this is just a unique time to be able to just, uh, to be grounded and to be rooted in, uh, what the Lord has for me, at least in this season. I don't, I don't know how long it'll last, but I just want to be faithful, um, to this point in time. And, uh, yeah and really really just be sensitive to the spirit wherever it leads um I <laughs> oh I'm I'm rough like I I have a lot of growth um that needs to take place in me um just a lot of ways in which I fall short but God is good and I thank him for um just speaking very clearly <laughs> You know, just being like, listen, what you're doing right now is you're having a tantrum and I need you to read this word and get it together. And so, um, yeah, that's it. I, I'm just going to leave you guys with that. Um, as I said, Lord willing, I will be back with season three um, after a little while. Um, <laughs> we're not going to talk specifics right now, but yes, after a little while, I will be back. Um, yeah, if you think about it, pray for the podcast, pray for me in the, in the inner room and just, you know, the Lord to, um, grow as he sees fit. Yeah. But this, this season has been really good. I've talked to some pretty amazing people. Um, I have been, yeah, just convicted by the people I've talked to. I've been encouraged by the people I've talked to. Um, I have been reminded of just the goodness of God, um, to the people I've talked to. And so sometimes I just feel like <laughs> kind of selfish because I'm like, I get so much like I hope the people that listen uh, really, uh, you know, walk away with something. Um, yeah, with something like super beneficial, um, because I know I do, you know, just being able to sit and talk with um, with these different individuals. I, I yeah, I, I walk away encouraged every time. And so um, that has been really sweet. I also just want to give a shout out to my sister because uh, this is what 24 episodes in two seasons in um, she yeah, this this podcast wouldn't um, be what it is without her. She listens to everyone before I uh, put them out to make sure they are up to snuff and is not afraid to let me know when like nah, we this this ain't it. So, um, yeah, super grateful for her and just want to acknowledge that. And, um, yeah, we're going to end there and I'm going to say, I'm going to see you next season. And, uh, I'm excited for what's to come and excited, um, about just what God has done thus far. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of here to edify. This podcast can be found wherever you listen. And as always, I hope to catch you listening next time.